A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Seth Rollins and Jinder Mahal were both seen arriving at Raw at the start of the show to build up their big world title picture. Seth walked in there with a child. Now, I presume that's his daughter... Otherwise, he just stole a kid. Also, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs, and I have some news for you, because if you are heading to WrestleMania on the Sunday before night two, we here at What Culture are having a little bit of a live show. You'll be able to find relevant ticket links in the comments and in the description below, and you can also sign up for an exclusive pre-sale if you want to walk around saying, ha ha, I got tickets before anyone, which I checked does make you a better human being. So we would love to see you over WrestleMania weekend. So again, do all those things that I just said. Otherwise, let's take the finger of power. Give the good bits an up and the bad bits are down. We started off in traditional fashion this week too, as we did have the opening Raw promo and it was Cody Rhodes. And if you would like a too long, didn't read version of how this conversation was going to go, here it is. Oh, Cody, it's just so good to see you. It's been a long time. Oh, well, that's such a... Lovely thing to say. It's wonderful to see you too. That's great because I think you suck. Because yeah, Cody Rhodes did come out and he was all like, what do you want to talk about? Although he already knew. He wants to talk about the fact he's entering the Royal Rumble and then he's going to win the Royal Rumble and he's going to go to WrestleMania and finally finish his damn story. So of course somebody was always going to interrupt because that's the way in wrestling. And it was Drew McIntyre. And yeah, that's essentially what he did. He pretended he was happy to see his old friend. I don't think he was. He is just on the tear at the moment, though, and he is the MVP of banter, because he was like, Cody, you are a wonderful person. And do you remember when we were both first here, we were in a tag team called The Dashing Ones that brought me bad memories back. That was from that era when WWE would take two random people and push them together, and they'd merge their theme songs. I tell you this, nothing annoys Simon Miller more than merging his theme songs other than Brie Bella's music. Remember that? Like a demon coming at you. He did want to point out that their pathways had been similar though, because both of them left WWE and they smashed it so hard on the indie scene and elsewhere that WWE had no choice but to call them back. True. McIntyre still believes in Cody as well. He's all like, oh, Cody, you are going to do it, but not before Drew finishes his story. (laughs) That's like... That's such a mean thing to do. You basically bigged him up to drag him right back down. Rhodes was as gracious as ever, though, because he was like, yes, McIntyre, you could win the Royal Rumble, and Jay Uso could win the Royal Rumble, and CM Punk could win the Royal Rumble. But listen to me, Jack, you're not, because I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. Not me, Cody. McIntyre then turned the screw because he was all like, man, look how you dress and look how you're acting. This isn't you. You're trying to be the person that you think you have to be. And I know all about that. I used to do it, too. Shots fired. Now, Cody reassured Drew that this is the real version of the American Nightmare, but once again, that's the problem. He is grateful for all the opportunities that are coming his way because he made them happen, whereas here is a Scottish warrior and he's just moaning and whining and complaining. I want to be a bit like Drew. This is somebody else saying it to you. Maybe you got to listen. McIntyre still wasn't convinced, though, because he thinks there's an alternative motive for him going out there and bringing Jey Uso to Raw and being so happy for one CM Punk. 
because they were both there back in the day, and we know what he's like. He then just got super mad because he remembered that Damien Priest, according to him, had screwed him out of his world title shot, but once again, that's why he's going to get revenge by winning the Royal Rumble and main eventing WrestleMania. This is when Rhodes basically told Drew he'll make sure he throws him out of the Rumble to teach him a lesson. And earlier on, during this exchange, they had both remembered, oh yeah, Drew McIntyre's last match before he went back to WWE was against Cody Rhodes. So Cody was like, maybe you should remember who won that thing. And he dropped the mic. Here's a cool bit of trivia. That was WCPW are now dead promotion. So I thought this absolutely ruled and just reminded you that when it comes to the raw list of rumbles, there is like 72 people that could win it, which makes no sense because you could only have 30 competitors. I just want Drew getting in people's faces more and more though. And next week we're also doing Punk and Rhodes having a big old chat. I cannot wait. This is getting it up. When we just had the best segment. If Damien Priest went and found our truth he didn't really care that Drew McIntyre just got on of him because he was more concerned that truth was selling bootleg Judgment Day merchandise. And he was. He then kind of changed his mind because Truth gave him his takings. And he was like, oh, sweet. I get some cash. Honestly. I don't know who decided to keep Truth in the Judgment Day. Apparently, Damien himself did push for it. But it is a wonderful decision. Priest then also reminded him that it is going to be the Day of Judgment taking on the awesome Truth later. So our Truth better not tag in. And Truth that thing, we went, oh, yeah. And he winked. I don't think he had any idea what was going on. So anything that makes me laugh this much gets an up. Basically, our truth did this throughout the show. He really is the hero we don't deserve. When the rest of the crew were here too, it was Tom and Nick Mysterio. Well, Dominic Mysterio and JD McDonough, because they were taken on DIY. And the best thing about Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano over the last few weeks is that they are getting over and they are getting more popular just because their in-ring work is so damn good. And here was yet more evidence of this. I thought this was really fun. We also kept doing the, oh no, because Gargano wanted to make a hot tag, but he wasn't able to because the Judgment Day kept murking Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, at one point, they even pulled him off the ring apron. How dare you? It was really well done though, because the crowd ate this up when we did do the hot slap and nobody saw it because we did it during the commercial. Seems a little bit strange. It also allowed Tommaso to hit the big old knee to the face. And I tell you, that is becoming one of the most popular moves in all of professional wrestling when it went off. Because Ciampa got headbutted, so JD got super kicked. When Dommy Boy did the same to Gargano, everybody just fell over. It didn't work though, because they were able to block the 619. They got rid of Mysterio when they just smacked JD right in the face again. They gave him the meat in the middle and they pinned him one, two, three. And the commentator's contingency is, oh, maybe they'll become the tag team champions. Maybe they will at WrestleMania. This was a damn good match. Candice Ray and Indy Hartwell were then in the back with Adam Pearce when Chelsea Green and Piper Niven walked in. Essentially, they just all fell out so they could go have a match. Why not? We also got another one of these videos for Candice and Indy, and it's such a good idea because it just reintroduces the team to the audience. It must have worked too. They went and flubbing one. Surely it means Chelsea and Piper aren't long for this world either because ever since they lost their tag team titles, well... Their win-loss record has not been very good. They would not be allowed to take on Samoa Joe. The only real shame is that he only went three minutes, but sometimes you don't need to go longer than that as long as you get the job done. And after Candice had hit this kind of weird lion salt double-team thingamajig, they got the pinfall. And now I guess they'll go after the championships, maybe? I don't know. I have some stuff to say about the women's tag team division, but I'll lead it to later. This was all right. You won't remember it for much longer after today. Gonna give it an up. Rhea Ripley then got super mad because she saw this Nia Jax video aired. So even though there was meant to be a Judgment Day meeting, she marched off. Damien Priest then walked in at the same time to all of the questions. Number one of which was Priest, 
why aren't we kicking our truth's ass? Priest said the whole reason is because unlike everybody else, he's actually making some money for the team. <laughs> and when McDonald was like, oh sweet, where's my cut? Damien went, you ain't part of merch, bro. Flub off. So this was mostly done so Finn Balor and Damo could get ready for their match later. But once again, it's just so good. Who knew that we needed the Judgment Day falling out over bootleg merchandise? I didn't, but I absolutely did. When we kind of got a comeback, Gunther returned to Raw. Ludwig Kaiser did his big introduction as well. And Gunther was just like, ha, ha, I've been watching this stupid show ever since I was gone. And have you seen all these morons bickering? Is everybody wants to win the Royal Rumble. So he wants to remind everybody that last year he entered at number one and he went all the way to the final two. So this year's it's going to be different because he will survive. He will still be the Intercontinental Champion and he will go on to headline WrestleMania. A lot of people are saying that on this Raw. And again, it does tie in. It could very feasibly happen. Fair play to WWE as well, though, because they have just taken that incident that happened with Giovanni Vinci and turned it into a wonderful story. Because this is when the ring general turned to his son and he's like, man, you have done a damn good job. I've seen how aggressive you've been recently. So come him, boy. And they actually hugged each other. Had a little cry. So it turned out all he wanted Kaiser to do was hurl chairs into people's faces, which does make a lot of sense. When Xavier Woods walked out, so he returned too, he was like, this isn't a huggable moment. You hurt my friend. He challenged Ludwig as well, but he's all like, oh, but you have to ask your daddy first. And he kind of did as well. And we had this match, and I tell you, the best thing about it is that we now have serious New Day, and they should be serious. And this feud is really heating up. Somehow Woods got busted open during this as well, but that just added to the emotion. And at one point, he too got this sitting device and he just threw it in Ludwig Kaiser's face. And it was doubly funny because Ludwig also tried to do that to him. So you know the deal. We get to the Royal Rumble and we need a I'm going to throw a chair in your face match. Now the referee saw this so he did call for the disqualification. But once again, it just had so much heat, I don't care. And when Ludwig tried to take Xavier Woods' head off, using Simba the Steel Steps, Woods was like, uh-uh, that ain't going to happen. And he ran him out of town back to his flying ship. We have just taken all these real life events and we've turned it into fire. And now I just want to see these people clash and have a massive fight. Again, we should probably do it at the Royal Rumble or in the Royal Rumble. That'd be different. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bronson Reed then cut a quick promo and he said something like, oh, mate, there's a man with a championship and he doesn't know that I'm after him. I presume he means Seth Rollins. We do have the Elimination Chamber that is going to be in Australia and Bronson is from around that area. That may as well be one of the matches. I mean, what else are you going to do? Exactly. Byron Saxon also then tried to chat to Xavier Woods, who was super irate, but he wasn't able to because duh, 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 he got jumped by Ludwig Kaiser. Of course he did. Jey Uso was the guy that made the save, and that was kind of poetic because, of course, those two teams used to fight all of the time. But let's not forget to keep Jey Uso on the right path. As I've told you a few times, he should probably be the guy to defeat Gunther. The internet then melted down because we did get a big old video for Jinder Mahal, and nobody can handle that. When we got the unthinkable. Now, I thought something nuts was going to happen when Tazawa took on Ivar, because we did this match a few months ago. And yeah, after some shenanigans, Tazawa won. And now nothing is ever going to be the same again. Even though this only went about two minutes, eventually Ivar went to the top rope. Maxine Dupree cast distraction. And that allowed Tazawa to hit like a modified power bomb. And he stacked Ivar up and he got the one, two, three. I was clapping like a seal. This was fantastic. Of course, the Viking and his voodoo witch queen, or whatever the hell Valhalla's going to be, whooped everybody's ass after this. But it is going to tie into something we're going to do next week. And look, Tazawa winning a match, I will take it any single day of the week. Give it a nap. I was a little bit worried because Chad Gable didn't come out with the Alpha Academy for a second week in a row. I was like, well, I hope he's okay when he was just in the back. And I was like, man, I'm such an idiot. He was here with the Creeds as well, who also kind of vanished after their tag team title opportunity. He was like, oh man, Tazawa, I'm so proud of you. But I tell you who I don't like, Ivar. So now they're going to do a match next week. This is going to be proper David versus Goliath stuff. Although David, at any given moment, could German suplex Goliath. That is probably going to be great. Well, I guess WWE felt like they should continue to tease WrestleMania. Because flub me, did we get a segment. Because it was Rhea Ripley coming out first to tell us that one, Nia Jax is a moron, and two, it doesn't matter who wins the Royal Rumble this year, because if they decide to challenge her, it's all going to be for naught. This is when Becky Lynch arrived, and straight away doing this face-to-face, you just felt the energy, and my word, did Bex have some stuff to say? Because she's not exactly 100% sure she can defeat Rhea Ripley. What? You also mentioned that their stories too have been similar, so it was like the opening segment again, because they are a couple of wrestlers from foreign lands who are now in the WWE, and they're absolutely smashing it. The problem is, though, sometimes when Becky lies awake at nights, she ponders to herself, maybe Rhea Ripley is better than me. Well, I'm going to have to find out. So a great way to do this is to win the Royal Rumble and then challenge Rhea. Man, Ripley had a fire line. She was like, oh, well, I'll tell you this. There's one person who wants you to win the Rumble even more than you. And that's me. Because, of course, if that does happen, Rhea Ripley can crush her soul. We also finish this by saying, I'll see you at Mania. So just do it. I don't care that it's obvious. I don't care that it's simple. I don't care that it's two plus two equals four. Sometimes an opportunity does present itself and you have to take it. So I'm giving this an up, but if I don't get it now, I'm going to go on the internet and complain. Here's a random fact for you as well, and maybe I got confused, but we then cut to a Seth Rollins interview, and it was so cold on Raw, you could see the breath coming out of his mouth. 
No wonder there was a massive storm. Anyway, he is going to have this title match later and he's going to win and he's going to take his title and walk into WrestleMania where he also called Jinder Mahal of being deserving of a shot. Now look, I really like Jinder. I think he's very, very fun. But that ain't true at all. And to tie it back in, that really is two plus two equals potato. Apparently though, that does mean I just hindered Jinder. So now I must go to jail for 78 years when we got goofy wrestling alive. Well, it was Finn Balor and Damien Priest taking on the awesome truth. And the first thing Truth did was get all of the merch money and give his cup to Finn. Balor was so happy about this, started stuffing it in his trunks. He also gave some to the condom. And of course, when JD was like, can I have my share? He's like, dude, you ain't even in the judgment day. This is the best thing to ever happen in wrestling. Balor eventually whooped his ass as well. But I tell you what the story is, even though he hated him the most, because our truth I suppose, is doing good for the cause, Damien Priest is actually starting to like him. Now, The Miz couldn't handle this at all, so he tried to win the match. But at one point, Truth and Damo did bump into each other. And really, you know, Priest didn't really have a second option. So he goozled the man and he gave him the choke slam. But you go look at his face. He wasn't happy about it. Truth was so confused the entire time as well. And I want to point out, this isn't just dumb stuff. I mean, it is dumb stuff. But you need a real skill to pull it off. And that's why our truth is of all the plaudits. He does it with ease. Anyway, that was the end of it. And I'm sure eventually it is just going to come in a big old explosion. But it was just fun. It was entertaining. And I had a good time. And that's why I watch wrestling. Not everything has to be five stars in the Tokyo Dome. Or 6.25 Fs in Japan. I'm giving it an up. Big cut to Jinder meditating after this. I guess he's ready. He actually cut a pretty damn good promo though, saying that he is going through a seven-year drought when it comes to the World Championship. But hey, who's the most talked about superstar in 2024? It's me. He also thinks him winning the belt will bring the WWE Universe together or something, which didn't happen when we also went to a video of Shinsuke Nakamura and he's super mad because now Cody is running amok again. Even this was really good though, because Nakamura promised to throw Cody out of the Royal Rumble. So even though their feud is done, we are just taking story after story after story and injecting it into that damn match. And now I can't wait. Now, I think CM Punk is going to win, but am I sure? <laughs> Not on your Nelly. This is when Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark just beat Tegan Knox and Natalia. I don't get it. Because maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like we've done this match a thousand times before and there's no need to do it again. And even if we've never done it, something must have happened because that's how my brain is thinking about it. I just don't think it's helping the women's division at all. And listen, Zoe and Shayna could be a great team, but it doesn't really feel like we're giving them the stories in order to do it. It didn't go very long either. And when Knox and Natalia were going to go for the heart attack, Stark and Baze were just like, well, no, we don't want that to happen. So Zoe pulled Tegan out of the ring when Shayna locked in the Kirafuda clutch. Out with. So I just think the whole division does need the kind of focus that WWE is giving all the other areas of the product. Just not operating on the same level at the moment. That's a management thing. Is getting it down. And it was main event time after this. It was total chaos. So I flubbing loved it. Now listen, I don't think Jinder should have won. That would have been silly. But at the same time, if we had done that, I'd been the happiest man ever. I mean, can you imagine social media today? I also thought it was a little bit too long because you could have really got this done in five minutes. But actually, there is a counterpoint to this because we had some near falls towards the end. And if you didn't extend it a little bit, well, I don't think people would have bit. And trust me, there were a few people that took a massive bite. Damien Priest also walked out after a couple of minutes to tease that maybe he's going to cash in when Veer had come all over Raw because he was here with Sanger too. And again, the whole point was, oh my gosh, the deck is stacked against Seth Rollins. So do you know what Mahal did to take advantage of this? He applied the abdominal stretch 
Like, 80s moves always. Seth made sure to keep it new school because he hit a flying crossbody, which never gets the pin. But when he did come off the ropes again, he kind of tweaked his knee, which also ties into the pedigree when he got a one-two-oo. Because he was selling this thing. Now the internet is going crazy, going, oh my gosh, he's properly hurt. Now look, he is such a good seller. He may be working us, which is the point. But just in case, I really hope he is okay. The reason the pedigree didn't work either is because Veer was coming all over the place again and he put Jinder's foot under the rope. Like, admittedly, I thought he meant to put it on the rope, but he missed. But it still counts. Look at the rules. It did work as a distraction because Seth then went after this guy, which is when Damo kind of stood up like, yes. Now is the time to cash in. It's like, bro, you have really bad timing when it comes to this. He drew McIntyre his money in the bank Batman, though, because he just appeared and these two got into a fight and they brawled backstage. And I actually think we are doing that match next week. That's big time. Mahal also used that to hit a gut buster on Seth when Veer came all over the briefcase and he smashed Rollins right in the face. And that was the ultimate one to ooh. Go and look at some people's faces. They were terrified. Jinder also hit the colossus that didn't work. This is when it kind of got a bit weird because Rollins got up, he hit the stomp, one, two, three. I suppose if he was injured, that is how you would finish it. So again, fingers crossed. So admittedly, that did feel very anticlimactic, but I had a whale of a time watching this. Just going, <laughs> WWE could do the funniest thing, giving it an up. At the same time, though, WWE telling us over and over again that Jinder Mahal deserve this opportunity is exactly what we did do seven years ago. Like, I like Jinder, and I think he could be a very effective heel, but we have to just stop throwing him into these kind of positions with zero build. If you just gave him a couple of months, I think he'd be quite the threat. So that is too utterly ridiculous, although it does make me laugh. So that's getting it down. It matters not though, because overall I really did enjoy Raw, so it is gonna get an up, because they are just making me so damn excited for the Raw Rumble. I can't wait. Now please do click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for AEW Collision, so you can keep up to date with all the professional wrestling and get my stupid opinions. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Make sure you leave a comment with your opinions. Maybe you're devastated that Jinder Mahal is the champion, which I would understand. But otherwise, see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.